You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey everybody, welcome back to Letterman Row. This is the Playoff Drive. It's brought to you by Byers Auto. I'm Austin Ward. That's Jeremy Birmingham and Spencer Holbrook. And Ohio State and Alabama in South Florida is still scheduled uh, for Monday night, January 11th. Uh, there were reports from elsewhere in the country. The other uh, programs media that is getting ready for this game, suggesting that uh, the game was in jeopardy and could be pushed back a week. There is a fallback date for this college football playoff, which is January 18th. That is accurate. In terms of Ohio State believing at this moment that it is not going to be ready to play on Monday night, that is inaccurate, according to uh, both Ohio State Athletic, Athletic Director Gene Smith and their Sports Information Director Jerry Emig, uh, who both confirmed to Letterman Row on Tuesday afternoon that the game is on, that the normal protocol that has been in place for the last six weeks uh, is still in place, uh, and that Ohio State is preparing as if it will play on Monday. The Woody Hayes Athletic Center was open for practice on both Monday and Tuesday. If the Buckeyes um, felt like there was a caseload that would necessitate a postponement, that, that facility just would not have been open. So it's still only Tuesday. Certainly the situation can change, as we've learned many times, Berm. But at this point, all things uh, are still on track for Ohio State to play on Monday night. Yeah, I mean, it, what else should we expect out of the past year that we've uh, had to deal with? Um, you know, the, the simple reality is uh, the COVID-19 pandemic is still happening. And uh, in cities like Columbus, um, the numbers are still going up. The positive tests are still uh, all over the place. And the Buckeyes are not immune to it. How they're immune to it in Tuscaloosa, I don't know. But they've done a great job uh, with that this year. Um, you know, the report that came from the uh, AL.com was suggesting that it was based on Ohio State telling the powers that be that they were going to be down in a, a position group. Um, you know, we've been able to kind of piece things together. If you look at the last couple of weeks where they've missed some key players um, and what we've heard rumbling over the last couple of days, I don't know. I mean, it's it certainly, I, you know, Austin and I, you, you and I talked about this at Illinois. There was no reason that this game shouldn't have been pushed back to the end of January two months ago. So I don't really understand um, why there is a, a rush to have to play it on the 11th. To me, I want, two full strength teams going head to head. So, um, you know, I, I always thought they should have pushed this back. I don't know that one week is going to make a difference with the big 10, 17 day protocol. So, you know, what, what does it really matter? Yeah. And, and my understanding of that as well, Berm, is that uh, Ohio state is not uh, unwilling to play whatever Nick Saban's daughter might believe and uh, spout off on Twitter. Um, the Buckeyes are not pushing for a postponement. Uh, they are not trying to get Justin Fields, uh, ribs or hip to feel much better. It won't, uh, as you said, it won't change likely the COVID protocol uh, for this team. Uh, the players who uh, may have tested positive coming out of the Sugar Bowl, uh, they would not be back by the 18th um, uh, in all likelihood based on that timeline. Uh, Justin Fields not going to feel uh, all that much better seven days later. He'd probably prefer uh, to keep rolling off of what just happened and and rather deal than deal with the pain for an additional week to play um, so uh, the bottom line is Ohio State wants to play on Monday night. 
as of this very moment, it intends to play on Monday night. And it would take, um, you know, a, a bunch more positive Spencer to change that. Yeah, I don't, I don't really understand why it would, you know, benefit Ohio State to, to wait a week. You know, they, they're just now getting things rolling. Uh, Justin Fields would probably have more time to rehab, yes, but also it, it might get more sore as time goes on. You don't really know how that injury is affecting him. If anybody needs more time, it's Alabama to get Jalen Waddle back into shape and get him back on the field. So, you know, it just didn't make any sense to have this come out. Um, and, and like you said, it's as of right now. You know, we have no clue what's going to happen in the coming days because this is a wild, wacky season. Um, you know, 2020 is not quite over yet in the sense of football. And so you just – you don't really know what's going to happen, but uh, – it's kind of fitting for this to happen for the national championship game, right? It is, but it's also kind of strange because, it, you know, if, if Ohio State had closed its facility on Monday and said, you know, just compare it to the way the NFL has operated, um, that's exactly how Ohio State would have handled this. Um, if the test numbers were on the rise, you shut you shut it down. You don't let players come into practice where they're wearing masks when they're on the field. Um, you would obviously run a much higher risk of spreading just by letting them in the facility uh, and going through a normal practice or eating or whatever. Ohio State didn't do that. So I just, uh, it's curious how this happened and, and, and even a little bit strange as well from where it happened because um, we cover this team and it was pretty easy to confirm that Ohio State was practicing and allowing people in the Woody, uh, you know, this afternoon. I, I, I drove, I just simply drove down to campus just you know, for my own curiosity to make sure, even though I was already told that they were getting ready to practice, why not check? Why not do the diligence? And I, I'm, I, I don't know the motivation why anybody wouldn't have done that or why Alabama would have more insight on what's going on in Columbus. Yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense. This whole, this whole year, I mean, it, the, the ludicrous uh, assertion that Ohio State is trying to not play or that – you know, they're trying to get Justin Fields up. Like, are the Browns – is Kevin Stefanski ducking the Steelers? Like, I mean, this is going on everywhere. People just need to understand that this year has been this way from the start, and there is no easy way to navigate it. So, you know, if we wanted to just call it out, you know, however many kids in Ohio State's program or Alabama's test positive, they're likely not feeling – terrible and they could probably play the game if they were allowed to because the protocols are the reason that they're being held back not the way they feel in most cases so um it's just a very frustrating time because you know here we are we're i mean let's let's make it about us okay (laughs) we're supposed to be traveling to florida on friday and if this if a decision is coming that is different than hey we're playing monday the 11th it needs to happen like right now there can't really be days worth of discussion Right. And everybody knows that. I mean, part of the reason that this game uh, is being played uh, with 16,000 fans or that this location wasn't moved or the date wasn't changed was that fans were going to be there. Families were going to be able to travel. Uh, Ohio State, just just for example, I mean, the latest possible date you would think would have to be Saturday when both Ohio State and Alabama are are scheduled to uh, fly down to Miami. Um, I would assume that ESPN and the college football playoff organizers uh, given everything else that goes into the game, would, would actually want that decision made well before Saturday. Um, and if it's got to be uh, a Wednesday call, well, Ohio State, as of Tuesday night, has gone through two days of practice, doesn't have an uh, elevated caseload that, that has to shut down the facility and expects to play. So maybe this is all much ado about nothing. Um, you know, I think that 
there's a misunderstanding about Ohio State's situation. Uh, some people are viewing this as a, a new outbreak or, I mean, I've just seen that and been asked about that so many times. This is a continuation of something that started six weeks ago. At no point did Ohio State zero out of COVID test, COVID test cases and then it comes back in. We continue to not reveal those individuals, whether they're staff members or uh, players, until that's confirmed by Ohio State or by the family members or the players themselves if they so choose, as Drew Christman did or as Harry Miller's mother did last week. Um, the, but the point is, it never stopped. It never went away. Once it got into the Woody Hayes Athletic Center, they did a great job slowing it down so that they could continue to play and finish the season, but they didn't eradicate it. I'm not sure that that's even possible. Yeah, it just it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense to to act like it did go to zero because that's like you said that's not possible and and like you said it's been an ongoing situation for six weeks and and it hasn't gone away it's just been been able to level it down enough to be able to play games to get to this position and and once you get here then you just kind of roll all the chips out how they may fall and how they may fall is we got an ongoing situation right now so. I think that's that's the best way to sum it up. There's not really much else to add, just because, it, like I said, it's an ongoing situation. We're gonna we'll we'll surely monitor it, and we'll be in South Florida when we need to be. Ohio State hasn't been anything but shorthanded in the last six weeks, and if they play on Monday the 11th or Monday the 18th, they're going to be shorthanded still. That is just the nature of this beast. And you know, I, I think that the mood from people I've talked to around the program is that there's a lot of, you know kind of a screw it, let's just go get it over with. Let's let's knock this out and, and let it happen however it happens. So I, I, there's not a single body in there other than the kids that know for sure they're not going to play that are saying, hey, uh, let's let's slow down, let's slow down. These, these guys want to go. This, this, is, this year, this football season has been so taxing and so trying on these kids and their families that most of them, even if they know that maybe it puts them in a position where they can't go out and compete against Bama at their ultimate best, a lot of them are read, really ready for this to just be over. Yeah, they they don't want to extend the season for another week. They're also pretty confident uh, about this next man up mantra that we talk so much about. Um, they just manhandled Clemson, even though they were shorthanded. They're confident and tired. Uh, both of those things can be true at the same time. Ohio State wants to play, intends to play on Monday night against Alabama. And the last time they played them, they were down to their third-string quarterback. I think that turned out. Uh, pretty well uh, in the Sugar Bowl in 2015, six years ago, as Berm corrected me with my bad math last week when we were in New Orleans. This uh, has been the playoff drive. It's brought to you by Buyers Auto. It's certainly an interesting one, but uh, 2021 is still a new year and same virus at this point. That's Berm. He's Spencer Holbrook. I'm Austin Ward. This has been Playoff Drive. Stay with us for full, continuous, ongoing coverage of Ohio State at lettermanroad.com.